The first domino has fallen as Ron Rivera fires Jack Del Rio. We've got your instant reaction. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner here on the Believe Network. And if you would have told me, stoner, that I would have woken up this morning, kind of gone about my day, and then found out that Jack Del Rio was fired by Ron Rivera, I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have put money on it. I would have put money on Washington getting blown out because I did correctly pick that one. And uh, I, you know what? I should have headed out to bet online and uh, put my wager down because on bet online, you can bet on the NFL, you can bet on the NHL, you can bet on international soccer, UFC. And you know what? If you use the code believe B L E A V, you'll get yourself a 50% welcome bonus to that. And I missed out on it because I just did not believe that Jack Del Rio was going to be let go bet online where the game starts stoner. Mm. We've been calling for, it, uh, very unlike us really to be calling for people's jobs but we've been True. calling for jobs for the last couple of weeks kind of positing it as accountability something needed to happen because the fan base continues to go southwards in fact i've been seeing it a lot more and more and i'm getting to this point myself and that's apathy mm-hmm. that is the worst thing a, an owner or a business person can have about their product is apathy. Sure. sure. If people are angry, okay, that they're still they're still showing passion. Mm-hmm. If they're excited, that's even better. But if they're just like, eh, whatever, you're not getting anything out of that. And here we have Ron Rivera, the official statement here from him. Today, I relieved Jack Del Rio and Brent Weisselmeyer of their duties. I appreciate all they contributed to the organization over the past four seasons and wish them all the best moving forward. Again, that's Ron Rivera, the note from the commanders there. A couple things with that note, Stoner, before we get moving on to more of the meaty topic with Jack Del Rio. Uh, Brent Weisselmeyer hasn't been with the organization for four years. They picked him up from high school after uh, coach Harris was let go. So Mm -hmm. uh, he was the defensive backs coach and we can see how well that has worked out for the team. Jack Del Rio has been with it for four years and it's Ron Rivera's statement. It's not the Washington commanders. It's Ron Rivera who's coming out there. And now this organization has been coach centric since Ron Rivera came in. He was mm-hmm. the one who was hired. He hired his GMs. So I don't really find it too odd that it's coming from Ron Rivera. But in the same sense, do you think this was Ron Rivera's decision? I mean, we don't really know. And there's a lot of speculation about that. But I have to think that this was pressure from above. Jack Del Rio's been with. Ron Rivera and this team for four years. They're very tight, the two of them. They're 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 boys. They're very tight. So there's no way that Ron is just gonna throw, you know, have Jack be the fall guy for this season and for the last four years without being pushed to do so. I just don't sure. see that. Ron's not that kind of guy. He's not the kind of guy who's just gonna say, you know what, you're the reason that we're failing. So I'm gonna hold you accountable you and brent brett brent brent if if brent came in to my house and punched me in the face and said i'm brent visselmeyer i would be like i don't i don't i still don't know who you are 
that's how uh, that, that's how much cachet he has in terms of what he's been doing. Like I said, he got plucked out of high school. But yeah, it, I have to think that he was pushed to do this. I don't think it was a fire Jack or I'm going to fire you. I don't think that was the case, but I think it was, look, you have to, you have to do something as, as the owner, I'm telling you that you have to do something. And this is a long time coming. This should have been done probably a couple of weeks ago and it wasn't. And we can all, we can all see, look at the last few years, probably should have been done years ago. But last year they had uh, a decent defense, so it wasn't done in the offseason. But, yeah, yeah, I think he had to have been pushed for this, Nathan. I don't think this was just his own decision. It is possible. Uh, I will st- I will stat correct myself on the spot here, by the way, as I wanted to look up Brent's resume here. Oh, okay. He has been with the team since 2020, where he was hired uh-huh. as the assist- assistant defensive back and nickel coach for uh, okay. Washington. Good correct. Uh, re, re, reunited with Jack Del Rio. So he did okay. come from high school. That part is absolutely correct. He was yeah. uh, a Catholic high school coach, head coach in 2019. Uh, so it, I didn't get that part uh, wrong, but I did get it get it wrong that he had been goes to show you. Uh, he's, he's some guy that, again, you have no idea. If you put a lineup of five coaches for the commanders, and Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, Eric Bieniemy, and Jennifer King were the other four. You probably still couldn't pick out Brent Best. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. That's actually exactly what I wanted to look up. By the way, it was because I was just yeah. like, I wonder if I could recognize him. No, I, I really, I really couldn't. And uh, and you really couldn't recognize this defense this season uh, as it's been abysmal. Now we mentioned the- how last year they kind of feasted on bad QBs, but they still I, had I'm moments not that, that they were good. I'm not- I'm not going to let you say that, but go ahead. I mean, hey, I'm going to retort as soon as you're I'm, done. I, I'm not saying we should believe that they were a top five defense last year, but I, I do believe that the defense was more well put together last season. Mm. And this season, they've just been absolutely abysmal. In fact, in the fourth quarter, they've been outscored. Washington's been outscored 136 to 82. Yeah. That 136 fourth quarter points, that equates to 11.3 points per game or, or 11.3 points per quarter which is 45 points per game i mean it's just in the crunch time when it matters most washington's fallen off the wagon and they've allowed just an incredible amount of points that's just fourth quarter but even this season we're seeing constantly teams score above 30 points and you all looked at me on wednesday when i picked that uh, Dallas would finish with 42 points. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a defensive touchdown in there, but I knew that kind of game was coming because this Jack Delroy defense hasn't been good. Yeah. With well, him, you're right. With him gone, Stoner, Ron Rivera is going to take control. What do you expect to happen there? Oh, I don't expect anything different. This is not, this is not a situation uh, or an instance instance where Ron Rivera is going to come in here and turn around the defense. This is not that. It's it's an accountability thing. It's not something to where you're going to say, okay, we're four and eight. We still have a shot at the playoffs. So let's change something up. It's not like what Buffalo did when they got rid of their offensive coordinator. They did it because they needed a spark to sure. make sure that they get into the playoffs. Matt They're Canada doing this and um, in uh, Pittsburgh is another one. Hundred percent. In this situation, this is not this is totally different. 
This is just saying somebody has to be held accountable, the which is what we've been calling for sure. forever. That's what our entire podcast is built on is we want the team. We want to hold the team accountable and the team has to hold people within the organization accountable. It's the same way that we scream that you need to bench this particular player who's playing bad or they're not putting in the effort or whatever it is when, when teams do that and they benched when Jack Del Rio benched Emmanuel Forbes, we kind of praised that because it's like, you have to hold them accountable. Same thing for the coaches. You have to hold Jack Del Rio accountable. And that's what Ron Rivera ultimately decided to do. He's not doing it as a spark to try to get this team to have a, a great season. It's not going to do anything like that. But you just can't keep going out there, especially on national television, when they show Josh Harris in the stands or in the owner's box, wherever he was, sitting there watching this, and then you get waxed 45 to 10. And the same thing was a month ago, a month or so ago, when they played Chicago on national television at home in their alternate black jerseys on a Thursday night, the whole world watching, and you get waxed by the Bears 40 to 20. You can't just sit there and go status quo the rest of the way. You have to do something. You have to hold them accountable, and they did. And I'm glad they did something. If it's not going to be Ron Rivera, I'm fine with it being Jack Del Rio. Something had to happen. You have to appease the fans that are sitting here screaming at their TV and screaming on Twitter and all this other stuff to, to say, we hear you. We understand your frustration, and we're going to do something about it. And they did. Yeah. And I'm happy about that. Well, I always knew it wasn't going to be Ron Rivera, right? Like, it was like he can't be the first one to go. Yeah. He ha- he, it was going to have to be somebody else. Are you a bit surprised that when they're looking for a scape that go, they didn't just go with Brent, right? You know, we um, saw that with yeah. the defensive line coach last year with Mills, where he yeah. kind of he kind of got ousted to you know kind of be like, okay, somebody's got to go because they're not performing. So, but they went as high as Jack Del Rio, right? Who's been Ron Rivera's right hand person for as long as he's been here. Of course, yeah. it's Eric Bieniemy who's getting the title of assistant head coach but right so it surprised me a little bit that it was jack del rio did not surprise me in the timing at all like you mentioned they just absolutely got handed to them on national television everybody's watching on thanksgiving and the dallas cowboys stunted on washington they had a planned turkey leg celebration you have Dak prescott eating a turkey leg sharing it with his offensive line a full five minutes before the game's over because it was out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised that it, it um, was that high of a firing in Jack Del Rio. I'm because you're not going to appease again. The only reason you're doing this is to, to appease the critics, sure. to appease the fans. That's the only reason you're doing that. And you're not going to do that by again, firing a guy. Nobody's ever, has no idea who he is in Vesselmeyer, Vesselmeyer. You're not going to do, that's not going to work. They're going to get angrier than they already were at Jack Del Rio. If you don't fire Jack Del Rio. And again, Nathan, the, the notion that this defense played an easier schedule and either easier quarterbacks last year, that's a bunch of crap because look at the quarterbacks they played this year, win or lose. Just look at the schedule that they've had. You've had Josh Dobbs. Don't get me started on Josh. Josh Dobbs is the savior in Minnesota. Okay. Please. Good story though. Good story. Russell Wilson. 
Then you did have Josh Allen. That's fine. But then you had, uh, give me the Justin Fields. Russell Wilson. Des- I said him. Yep. Oh, you kept- Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor. Mac Jones. Danny DeVito. Oof. And then you and and I know it's not his name is not Danny DeVito. Tommy DeVito. A, yeah, I'm doing a thing. Um and uh and and of course you had uh, Jalen Hurts twice and then now Dak Prescott. I don't think I'm missing anybody in there um, of all the teams that they played. Uh, Geno Smith. Sorry, I did miss Geno Smith. Yeah, not, well, not, not a murderous, murderous row. row. No, not at all. <laughs> that's Josh Allen. Um, uh, Jalen, Josh Hurts, Allen, Jalen Hurts Dak twice Prescott. and Dak. That's it. That's it. And then if you look Gino at last Smith year, is on that B tier. He's not even not this year. He's not. He's terrible this year. Sure. Last year they had Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, Jalen Hurts twice, Dak twice. You had uh, what Tannehill. You had Justin Fields again. You had Aaron Rodgers. You had Kirk Cousins. You did have some crap guys like um, who's the guy in Houston that they played Davis Mills. Right. And the guy in Indy, Elling, Ellinger. Right. So yes, you had those. Those were bad ones. Uh, but you had Deshaun Watson. You had um, who did they have in San Francisco when they played him last year? When they played San Fran last year? I don't even know. Uh, it was Mullen. Brock Purdy. It was, was it? Yeah. Brock Purdy Not was last injured. year. Not last year. It was Nick Mullen. Mullins was the year 2020. It was way back when Washington waxed him. Right. But last you, year against San Francisco. You go Francisco, on to prove your point, and I'll, uh, I'll take a look. Yeah, but the whole point is, last year they played plenty of good quarterbacks. And they did have a decent year in, in, in the NFL in terms of their defense. They were highly ranked in all categories last year. And the only difference, Nathan, in this defense from last year to this year is you got rid of Cole Holcomb and you brought in Cody Barton. You got rid of Bobby McCain, and you brought in basically Emmanuel Forbes to be that third corner. That's it. And maybe your defensive backs coach, Chris Harris. But, oh, by the way, Chris Harris was here the year before when their defense sucked as well. Defense hasn't actually been as good as uh, advertised. Uh, So last last year, year you're correct. It was Brock Purdy who they uh, fell to. Brock Purdy last year. So. To say that last year they played a bunch of bad quarterbacks compared to this year, just not true. And and their defense was bad before they got rid of Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So all that's out the window. It's been really bad the last two weeks. You give well, they can't, they can't get pressure. They had 45. nine sacks against Tommy DeVito. He still let them up. Yeah. He had zero pressures against Dak Prescott. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a rough, rough, rough sledding for the rest of the season. Yeah. Ron Rivera taking over. It. You had to do it. I got no problem with it. And I'm also, I've got no problem that they're, that they do that. And Ron is staying on if that's what they decide to do. And that's, uh, they're not going to get rid of Ron now for no. sure. He'll last the season. Yeah. He'll, right. He, he's going to last. They the had season. to do something, Nathan. They had to absolutely do something to appease the fans. And they did. And I, and I'm okay with that. And I'm good with that. Yeah, Ron Rivera taking over those coaching duties. He had your chance to talk a little bit about that. And I and I agree with you in the sense that things aren't going to get better. Uh, you like to use the old saying of uh, Tim Duncan ain't walking through that door, right? right. You know, KJ Henry and Andre Jones aren't suddenly going to turn into premier pass rushers because Ron That's Rivera right. has taken over. 
um, Casey to Hill ain't going to be Casey two sacks uh, every game for Washington from here That's on right. out. So unless you can get that pressure, things aren't really going to change. Maybe there's one less explosive play. You know, the breakdown maybe isn't as bad for Washington, but the defense is still the defense that they've had here for the last four years, not going to really change there. And then we'll see more things change at the end of the season. But the first domino has fallen. Yes, Stoner. I have a question. When when was Del Rio's dust-up comment? Was that this offseason or was that the previous Old Previous season. Okay, so he's been here basically a season and a half since he said that. Okay. I was just curious. I was just wondering if maybe that played a factor in how the team viewed him because guys on the team don't think the same way in that term, in that political term that Del sure. Rio does. So I was just curious about that. But, I mean. June of last year, for the record. June June of 2022. Yes. Okay. So it was not this yeah. off season. Quite the dust up here. And actually funny you should mention that, Stoner, because as I was going to wrap it up, I failed to mention that this is also coming on the heels. I haven't actually seen video of it, but lots of talk about how Jack Del Rio and Eric Bienemy were going at it on the sidelines mm. and arguing. So a little dust up there on the sidelines. Maybe that led to it. A little lack of confidence from the players might have also led to this. It's all of that. As as it just looked like this team, I saw a couple shots. You know, Jonathan Allen was trying to get the team fired up, and the team posted the video of him, you know, telling them how they're going to shock Dallas and all that. Of course, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And the response to him, like he's fired up, but like you know, he was just like, okay, you know, whatever on three, let's go. And you can just tell, no one believed it. They weren't there. The energy wasn't there, and you saw that on the field. Players weren't. You know, even Terry McLaurin, like he's walking back to after running a route and he's just kind of like, yep, going through the motions now. It's rough, man. It's it rough watching rough. this team again this year, having another lost, se- lost season. But I, and I don't think it's squarely on Jack Del Rio either. I, I mean, it's all of those things. It's personnel. It's the people that they've drafted or brought in as free agents. It's scheme, so that's Jack Del Rio. It's coaching. It's player talent. It's all of that stuff. When you when you look through history and you look at all these teams and the winning teams and, and winning players and all that, it's always a combination. It's never where you can just say, this is the one thing that made this a championship defense, for an example, or sure. a championship offense. I always go back to the early 90s with the Cowboys because I lived in that area and I studied them and watched them and their offense. Was it because Troy Aikman was the best quarterback? Was it because you had the best offensive line? Was it because you had the greatest running back in Emmett Smith or the best receivers in Michael Irvin and Alvin Harper and tight end Jay Novacek? Was it the offensive coordinator, Norv Turner? Was it the coach, Jimmy Johnson slash GM? You, it's just a combination of all those things and they all have to fit right. So I can't put this defense squarely on Jack Del Rio, but as the guy who's in charge of everything, he has to be the one responsible for it all to come together. And when it doesn't, he's got to be the fall guy. And he was, and I'm okay with it. Yep. Had to happen. Jack Del Rio and Brent Weisselmeyer fired by coach. Who's the other guy? Brent Weisselmeyer. I don't know what that is. Both fired by head coach Ron Rivera here on uh, Black Friday. And sure enough, uh, normally it's a Black Monday for head coaches. 
but today is a Black Friday, and Ron Rivera has a little experience with that as he was fired after a Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. They lost to these Washington franchise, and so we'll have to wait for that one to happen. Currently, the only change happening right there on the defensive side. We'll see how it plays out, and you can catch us here on Ref the District for more content around the Washington Commanders as the team progresses on to quite possibly a top four pick. But we'll get to that in a, another video. We appreciate you tuning in. If you've watched this on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to us on your favorite audio platform, make sure you leave us a rating and review. We're presented by Bet Online. I'm Nathan. That's the starter here from Ref the District on the Believe Network. And until next time, ruined my weekend. Be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.